0: on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Zion's Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Ford, go further. Also by ARS, clean up, restore, rebuild. Welcome to Aggie postgame. Here's Scott Gerard. Tell you what, if you just love college basketball, this was a fun one tonight. Utah State drops a tough one, 77-72 to Colorado State. Rams, uh, look, this is a really good team the Rams have on their hands right now. And uh, they've been building towards this team for a long, long time. Uh, But Utah State comes to Colorado State. Fights like crazy, but just can't seem to get over the hump tonight. Final score in this one 77 72. Do you own a rent home? Sure, you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. Geico.com, easy. Well, nothing was easy for either one of these teams tonight. Utah State jumped out to a 10 5 lead. Colorado State answered with a 14 1 run and then uh, Utah State was able to cut it back down, and it just kind of went back and forth. Rams took a nine-point lead into halftime, and then in the second half, it kind of just stayed between 10 and 5 for the majority of the second half until the Aggies finally got a two-point lead just go. Just go. and uh, got a lead at 62-60, to 60, but that was be the last lead that Utah State would have as uh, after that, David Roddy hit a big three <laughs> excuse me, to go up by one. And then um, it was just, again, back and forth the rest of the way. But the Aggies just couldn't get back over the hump. Tied it a couple times, but Colorado State making their free throws. Utah State just couldn't quite hit the bucket that they needed to kind of get that lead back and get Colorado State back on their heels. And uh, Colorado State able to escape a uh, with a big win tonight. Aggies fall to 10-6 uh, and six on the season in, uh, in a game that, Kind of felt like they needed to find a way to win, but there's still a lot of opportunities to try to pad the old resume going forward. But this was a tough one to lose just simply because it was there and it was available, um, and Utah State just couldn't find a way to get it done. All right, with that, we continue on your post-game show, Discount Tires, with locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. Discount Tire offers services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at Web Tires. .net. We'll continue with your post game show coming up next. 77 72, your final in Fort Collins. Aggies drop a tough one tonight, and you heard it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Final in this one Utah State drops a heartbreaker to Colorado State, 77 72. The Rams improved to, uh, let's see, that puts them at 12 1 on the season. Their only loss on the season was the. Uh, Uh, The game against San Diego State where they got roughed up pretty good and they responded in a big, big way tonight. I love the fight in the Aggies tonight. Uh, This was a game that uh, certainly could have got away from them at any given moment, but uh, a game that they uh, certainly knew that, um, especially when things felt like for a moment the Colorado State wanted to run away and hide and this this Aggie team fought like crazy. Uh, Leading scorer for Utah State, Sean Bearstow, with 20 Uh, Brandon Horvath with 15. Justin Bean kept relatively in check. Uh, He ended up with 14 points and six rebounds and one assist. Uh, Steven Ashworth with a 13-point stretch tonight that I thought was really critical for this team and finding a way to get it done. Um, And then uh, Idle Rock with seven. Ryland Jones had that layup, um, and that was about it for Ryland. That was his only shot attempt. He did have six rebounds and three assists, but... You can tell he had to gut through some pain tonight, and uh, another couple days rest will be pretty good for him in preparation for that game against Wyoming. Now, don't sleep on Wyoming, by the way. We'll talk about them coming up more here in just a bit. That's another big battle for Utah State uh, coming up here on Saturday. Um, Valley Office Systems, proud partner of Utah State Athletics for eight years. Valley Office System providing office equipment and technology like printers, copiers and software to businesses with customer service and support. Eight locations throughout Utah, Idaho and Wyoming. More information is available at valleyofficesystems.com For Colorado State, hey, their stars did the talking tonight. David Roddy with 24 points. He was 9 of 13 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3. Uh, Missed his first two free throws but made four critical free throws down the stretch. He had six rebounds. He dished out two assists and I thought it was impressive, Uh, Nico Medved, he got his fourth foul with about, I want to say, four and a half, five minutes left in the game, and Nico said, no, I'm going to keep him out there, and it paid off for him as David Roddy was able to stay out on the court and did not get, now the Aggies attacked him, they tried to get him to draw, they tried to draw that fifth foul, and and Colorado State gave up some buckets because of it. He conceded a couple opportunities because he didn't want to get that fifth foul, Um, but uh, he was smart. Knew when to to apply the pressure, knew when to back off, and it was a a smart moment for him. Uh, Isaiah Stevens with 22 points on the night. Jacobs and Lake I thought were really critical in this game because they got the three-point shooting going. Lake was three of four from three. Jacobs one of three, but they hit, uh, I want to say, three threes in about a four-minute stretch between the two of them, and that was part of that 14-to-one run that really got Colorado State cooking. Uh, Jacobs, though, was critical from the line tonight. He was eight for eight from the free throw line Uh, he also had nine rebounds but those eight free throws were all critical moments where Utah State tried to put him at the line to try to steal a possession back and he calmly hit all of them and this is a Colorado State team they're 17 of 20 from the line tonight Utah State 18 of 22 these are two really good free throw shooting teams and Colorado State came in averaging 81 percent from the line and Uh, Tonight, they were 85%. You just can't count on this team in close moments to miss free throws. They're just too good, and especially when they're at home in a situation like that, uh, it's just just probably not going to happen. All right, Uh, for Utah State, they'll come home and they'll play Wyoming. We'll talk more about that game. It it feels like they're probably in a pretty good spot for that game uh, in talking to people that have – now, Wyoming did have to postpone a midweek game, but it does feel like Wyoming will be ready to go for this game coming up on Saturday in Logan. And finally, Utah State will play a home conference game. Siegfried and Jensen specializing in injury cases for more than 30 years, helping those that have been injured in an auto accident. Siegfried and Jensen, proud supporter of Aggie Athletics. More information about the law firm is available at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Utah State suffers a tough one tonight, 77-72. You're listening to Aggie, uh, Aggie basketball from Learfield. All right, welcome back to Fort Collins. Tough one tonight. Utah State drops a tough one, 77 to seventy-two. Uh, joining us now, the head coach of the Aggies, uh, Coach Ryan Odom, and uh, Coach. This is uh, this is big time college basketball. Great atmosphere tonight. Great game, back and forth. A lot of physicality uh, for just uh, I, this was. This is a tough pill to swallow, but but a heck of a game tonight.
1: Yeah, it was. You got to give uh, Colorado State credit. I mean, they they jumped on us in that first half, get up nine, you know, at half, and and uh, you know the threes certainly were a factor yeah. uh, with that. And we made some mistakes. We just we just simply did. Roddy's out of the game, and and they get two threes. And we're helping, shouldn't be helping in those situations. And and they throw it right out and they get standstill threes. And sometimes, you know, those types of plays, I mean, you don't remember them as as you get to the end of the game. You remember who made the shot to win the game or the free throw or whatever. But, you know, in the guts of the game, you know, that's when the difference can be made and every possession matters. And um, we had too many times where they're really good shooters. were just standing there, you know, open for three. And you know the guys understand it. You know they got to learn from that. Um, but I did like the resiliency, the fight that our guys showed. We began to figure out our offense. You know in the second half, and um, and you know I certainly was proud of the fact that we were able to do that. And then defensively, we began to string stops together, and um, and that allowed us to to, to get to get more chances offensively, which was good, and, and close the gap. Certainly we did that. It's down to a one possession game there, and and. Uh, you know, they made the plays and the free throws to, to kind of finish it out.
0: I thought uh, they were super aggressive defensively, and Stephen Ashworth had about a five-minute stretch where he realized, okay, this is the way we're going to play. Then I'm going to have some opportunities, and officials were making calls, and, and that was about a four- or five-minute stretch where – Uh, was absolutely critical for for you guys to get back in the game, and I thought he played a really smart game tonight.
1: He really did. You know, he began to attack. He's a quick guy, and, you know, we had him in pick and roll, and he was making good decisions, rejections, and using, and he just did a really nice job of of trying to edge guys. And uh, certainly you have to do that, especially when teams are switching like they were and keeping bodies in front. you know, you've got to be able to to, to edge, and uh, that was a big factor in the game, him getting to the free throw line, for sure. You
0: mentioned, uh, we talked in the pregame on what a matchup problem David Roddy is, and you know, you take the two-point lead, he hits the straightaway three, and then he uh, the turnaround jumpers. And, I mean, there were just so many things. He has so much arsenal in his game that it's really hard to find somebody that can match him on every possession.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to make him work on every one. Yeah. And so the ones that you're talking about, he had two threes, and you know, he would have been under 20 had we guarded him correctly in those situations. You know, he, he, has to, he has to dribble to make a shot. We can't just let him catch the ball and stand there and fire a three we can't be afraid to get beat off the dribble we've got to guard him closer yeah. and uh if, if he's making fadeaways and all that kind of stuff then god bless him but you know the straight on threes we can't we can't accept that
0: uh 77-72 the final in this game tonight uh i thought um you know sean barstow from an offensive side 20 points tonight aggressive attacking the rim uh, i thought he was key in, in in stretches for you yeah
1: sean was excellent Yeah, he really was. Um, You know, he's an athletic guy. Um, You know, he's a matchup problem because he can get around you pretty quickly, and he's a good finisher around the rim on either side. And uh, he's got a little bit of a a game where he can put his back on you as well and turn and post you a little bit. And so it's good to see him beginning to – you know, be out there full-time now, obviously, and and get his feet up underneath him and and really be a vital, important player for us.
0: Seemed like you guys did everything you could to try to get that fifth foul, and and uh, it just, you know, and, and I, I applaud Nico for leaving him in. I mean, a lot of yeah. coaches sometimes play that game a little bit, but uh, yeah. uh, just couldn't quite get that fifth foul on Roddy.
1: Yeah, no question. And certainly, you know, we, we wanted to do that, but yeah. we didn't want to sell out to do that either, you know, because sometimes you can get, you end up taking bad shots, um, you know, when you, when you end up just focusing on just trying to get a guy out of the game. But, you know, I thought our our guys did a good job. He did a good job of not fouling, you know, in those situations, but still being a presence, and that's what veterans do.
0: Um, Be nice to actually play a home game for once. Yeah, it will.
1: I just told the guys that. I mean, we've, you know, three straight road games in in conference play and four of five, that's pretty unprecedented. And uh, it's just the circumstances that we've been dealt, and so we've got to deal with it. And I know our guys will be excited. You know, there's some unintended consequences, too, is we'll have our students back. Yeah. And so it's really important, you know, for our students to be out there and, and fans in general to come support this team because have got a good group of guys, and and I know they're going to be excited to play in front of our home fans.
0: Coach, appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks. There you go. Coach Odom is uh, Utah State Suffers a tough one tonight. Final in this one, 77-72 to 72, uh, as the Aggies fall to 10-6 uh, and 6 on the season. Take another break. Come back. We'll uh, continue to get you ready for that Wyoming game coming up this weekend. Remember, Twisted Sugar Cookies have more than 20 cookie flavors and more than 100 flavors of specialty sodas. They even have gluten-free options as well. Located at 532 South Main Street, Suite 120 in Logan. Full menu can be viewed at Twisted Sugar. You're listening to Aggie Basketball Final tonight, 77 72, on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Well, believe it or not, Utah State might actually play a home game in conference. Uh, It's been a difficult stretch to start the conference season with uh, tough road trips at Air Force, at New Mexico, uh, at uh, Colorado State tonight. Uh, Utah State should have had a couple of home games against Boise State and San Jose State. But uh, finally, hopefully, they'll have a game against Wyoming coming up on Saturday. And then the Aggies, yeah, especially after night, Utah State will play three out of the next four at home. Remember, that Boise State game has been rescheduled to January 20th. So Utah State will play Wyoming. Then they'll hit the road to Fresno and then have back-to-back games against Boise State and San Diego State. Two really big home games Coming up for Utah State, as uh, the Aggies again tough loss tonight. This is uh this is gonna be a tough pill to swallow for this team, but uh, fought like crazy and just couldn't get the uh, couldn't get the uh, plays down the stretch to find a way to get it done. This uh, game brought to you in part by the Sports Academy and Racket Club. Your club, your results, and your life. All right, Everlight Solar, player of the game. Got to go with Sean Bairstow in this one. Ended up with 20 points tonight. Super aggressive. Had some great opportunities, but just, um, and, and really fought like crazy to uh, get uh, keep Utah State in this game. I believe that's his first game, uh, certainly this season, of 20 points or more. Uh, might be a career high for him uh, with 20 points in this one. But again, congratulations to him, tonight's player of the game. All right, coming up, uh, we will have the game on Saturday against Wyoming. Uh, you will hear it right here on these same network stations. And then uh, the coaches show on Monday. And then back on the road with a game against Fresno State next week. Busy uh, busy uh, couple weeks and a difficult stretch. But Utah State with a nice win tonight. Or excuse me, with a uh, hard-fought uh, game tonight. Just couldn't get the win. Final on this one, 77-72. And you heard it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield.